This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we would agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergath. Thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today. Joining us on these uh, Fridays each week is uh, Jeff Ash. And uh, Lefty, as you're coming in today, you let me know uh, that we've spotted the first ice fisherman uh, out here on uh, Eagle Lake. Or, or Foot this Lake. would be Foot Lake behind yep. us here, yeah. So uh, that's usually one of the first lakes that somebody's out there sitting on a pail someplace. Yep. When I drove, I come from the bank, so I drive all the way around the west side here. And I was, I saw that it was covered in ice, and I thought... It actually looks like pretty good ice, and I didn't see anybody. I was kind of surprised that there wasn't somebody just offshore, and as I got closer to the studio, I looked out in the bay, and, yep, there's a guy there out there. Is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure there's already a few inches of ice out there, which doesn't seem like a lot, but yeah. it is actually safe, in quotes, you yeah. know, for the guys that are walking out. So Supposed to be four is what the DNR yeah. will tell you. Right. right. Well, so, of course they're going to tell you, but, I mean, well, as far as yeah, guys going I mean, out. You don't, want, you don't want to go in. I, I know I said it before we started, but I said it's the only state where I can go on Facebook and I can see pictures of uh, walleyes on top of the ice, but also guys golfing. <laughs> That's right. At, on the same day. In on the, the same day. Yeah. In the same state within, yeah. pr- probably within a couple hours. Well, yeah. technically, yeah. if the guy is fishing out here, I, t- I told you that yeah. Annandale, I know there's some courses open. Yep. Litchfield was open a couple weeks ago. Yep, yep. So we probably could drive within two hours of here and play golf. S- w- well, we could golf. We could have a golf and ice fishing. Yeah, yeah. Weekend if yeah. you really wanted to. And, and and you know, of course, the f- the famous clothing for a Minnesotan is a vest and a a jacket and then shorts. Right. Uh, while they're out, <laughs> right. uh, you know, that's that's you see a lot of Minnesotans doing that. A lot of football coaches sometimes. Absolutely. Uh, yep. uh, We're almost, never going to not have shorts on. I'm a tough al- guy, right? Almost every staff yeah. has one guy that yep. goes shorts. Wilmer's tough guy finally gave it up last year, Steve Grove. Uh, he, he, he had worn shorts all the way up until last year. I saw him wearing, you know, pants. Looks at funny a, in him. At a game. I, I walked up and I said, you're overdressed. Cole's that way, Christopher. Yeah. He Is wore, that right? He wore shorts for, I yeah. think he's changed a little bit now. Some of those nights get a little cold. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I I know it's always that guy. A lot of times it seems like it's one of the uh, special teams guy or the lineman lineman that's, coach. That's we're, we're tough, right? That's Grove. He's the special teams yeah, coordinator. We're yeah. tough guys. So, <laughs> but no, you technically could do that. You could say, well, we're going to load up the fish house and bring our golf clubs. I yeah, mean that it's possible. When you complain about Minnesota, I mean, tell me who else has that? Yeah, so. I know, right? At the fish house has to sit on the shore a little bit yet. Though. Well, we're not we're not quite to that. The portables yet. are fine. I mean, yes, uh, if I'm going to yeah, go out here, yeah, maybe yeah, not, yeah, but. Yeah. It's North of here, chilly. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. guys. So actually, you're not a guy who's out there sitting on a pail, though, are you? No. When I was young, I would. I know we talked about this last yeah. Friday. When yeah. I was young, that's all we used to do. I I think about that a lot when I'm in a nice portable with the heater on, and yeah, you know, and the Rough conditions have to be perfect, and all of this. Yeah, and I I'm like, we we used to. My grandpa used to. First of all, we had to drill our holes by hand. <laughs> You know, so, not so easy to do if yeah, you waited too I long mean, in the season. We were, ta- I was talking amongst some guys that that do like to ice fish the other night, and he goes, "Yeah, I got the forty volt this year." And I'm like, "How much faster?" <laughs> I think I have a twenty four volt. Right. I'm like, "How much faster can you really drill the hole already?" Yeah. And well, he's he's planning for a contest. I guess, or yeah, something. he goes, "Oh yeah. boy, but it's fast." I'm yeah. like, "Okay, uh-huh. you know, which forty volt?" Because I yeah. always wonder. I'm like, "So what is the new thing this year? What is?" It, I, you know? I've never even heard of that. Well, you would now. probably. I know we talked about that, and it's kind of interesting. It's a little bit. It's sports, but it's a little different, and yeah. something you're not 
that privy to, but that's fine. They have this live scope stuff now. So I know. Like Todd, you can literally sit I talk to guys. Yeah, you can literally (laughs) you can literally sit there in the fish house and watch the fish. Yeah. So like and and of course they put it on their wide screens and I mean they have it on their fifty inch TV that they have in there. And you can literally like, oh, back in the corner there, you know, go back there and you watch you lift your bait right up to the fish. I mean the fish is at it's it's so sophisticated now. Like the one I have is a flasher. So, I yeah. mean, it's just like, yep, that's a fish, I think, up there. Okay. But, I mean, it looks like this in the water. You know, it's wiggling and bring it right up. It's, yeah. just, it's pretty fun to sit and watch, but you're kind of like, wow. Right. I've talked with the DNR guys who are on my show about okay. that very thing yeah. on a number of occasions. There are some lakes that don't allow those cameras to be used because of the effectiveness of them. Could be, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's great. Well, Isn't that a, take all the sport right out well, of it? Kind though? of, because I think back to all the fish I used to catch with none of that yeah. with my grandpa. Yeah. And I suppose I wasn't, you know, now it's so, well, I'm not going to go out there if I'm not catching fish and I need to have all of this stuff to help me catch the fish, you know. And, and I'm just like, we used to just sit there and just assume the fish weren't biting, <laughs> you know, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> and honestly, some of this is going to sound. Because, like I said, uh, my fish house got hailed and I don't have it. But yeah. there's a part of me now that when I think about it. Part I of think, the Oakdale storm. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. of all of the work that goes into getting, well, I got to get my ranger ready. I got to get the fish house ready. Is the buddy heater working? Do I need new line? Do I have, you know, all of these things that I think about. Whereas I am sure, and again, I'm not trying to be like, oh, back when I. But there's still something to be said about that time and how the memories that I have and how much I just enjoyed fishing, yeah. the actual fishing part of it. Yeah. We probably gra- grabbed a five-gallon pail, which you still use for fishing. Yeah. Um, that's when the, the ice is at this and, thickness, and you the do. rods probably were there from last year with the same line on them. You know, you stopped. Actually, we used to stop and grab our own minnows out of some, out of the creek, you know, or whatever it was. And, and you'd go and fish, and uh, I remember catching a lot of fish. I yeah. do. But I also remember just fishing see i remember not catching fish well, maybe that's even why that, I, it, well, yeah but i you know i was bored yeah. i have this brain that just you know it's i have the yep. attention span of a gnat sometimes so so it so just got and my dad wasn't a big fisherman mm-hmm. you kind of have to grow up with it you a do. little bit uh so and i just didn't so you know i was on the baseball field or the golf course which i know you were as well but uh, yeah, but it's it's a blast. I love the the passion that people have for it and so forth. I was just wondering if you were a guy that I actually walk out uh, when the ice is only thick enough to support you uh, with a pail, put a hole in, and fish that way. Is that a little early even for you? Yeah, if it was, I I can't say that I wouldn't do it. I mean, no, I don't have any desire to fall through, which those guys don't either. But they obviously are willing to risk it a little bit more. Um, I do really thoroughly enjoy fishing in December, like the early ice, just because it's usually the best fishing. Best fishing, but, yeah, that's what I yeah. think. Yeah, and, yep. and I kind of enjoy the fact that some of it's a little bit more untouched. And, yeah. And there there's a certain hype to those first times out, like, oh, I heard, heard guys are out on Norway, I heard guys are out on Long, or whatever it is, you know, and just that first initial time and finding the fish the first time. But um, I, I do not – I have found myself, though, thinking about all the other stuff, like now with – whether it was the fish house and all the things you had to get ready and I mean okay how all the food that you have to bring because of course you can make it all now <laughs> it's like we used to bring a cheese sandwich probably and you probably ate it on the way but um yeah they're right but they're that was like the highlight yeah and, and it wouldn't make it and to what, the I'm, actual what I'm fishing. saying I mean yeah. it all might sound kind of cheesy but when you really think about it it's like what actually gets lost in all of it is just the actual fishing you know yeah. the yeah. the experience of it 
you know, and again, a lot of it is fun, but there's so much fanfare with some of it and there's yeah. so much to do. And I mean, the amount of equipment that you can have and it's never good enough and, and whatever, you know, I mean, I'm sure you sit, cause I sit there now with a lot of my stuff and I'm like, so am I going to fish now? Because I don't really have the nice fish house anymore. Um, I have a portable that I can use, I'm sure. Right, Chase, my buddy, Chase. <laughs> but, um, but I'm like, do I need all of this stuff now? Should I, you know, what is the lifespan here of where should I be selling it? Mm. Or about the time I sell it, it's expensive to try to get all that stuff back, you yeah. know, but then you don't just want it to sit there either because I have some really nice stuff. I mean, yeah, if you have that, you got to really use nice it. stuff, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. you either got to use it or, yeah. you know, what do you do? So yeah. um, yeah. anyway, I, we kind of got off, but what it started with was um, there's so much of that. I mean, these fifty, sixty thousand dollars fish houses, it just kind of blows your mind. And yeah. I, you know, when mine was in trouble, I was kind of started looking, and I'm like, I don't think I even took my fish house out last year. Yeah. And the ice was kind of crappy and stuff, and there's always excuses. but So was your fish house just completely wrecked? Not then? really. Uh, but but to the point where lot, the yeah, insurance kind of, totaled it? They did. Yeah. We, we kind of went back and forth, and I maybe should have handled it different as far as, like, take the money and just – but I was kind of over my fish house a little bit. It's kind of a long story, but yeah. I was ready to move on from my fish house. Yeah. So I kind of thought this might have been my way to do it as opposed to listing it and selling it. And yeah. Whatever, whether I lost a few dollars or if I made a few dollars, I'm not even sure. But yeah. when I turned around, it'd be different, you know, like if you bought it or if you got rid of it and then you still had the same amount of money to just go and buy a different one. Well, you got to, I got to throw in like $30,000 yeah. to get anything comparable. Right. Unless you get something older and you don't seem to get stuff that's a little bit older. There's a reason they got rid of it. You know, so yeah. Yeah. anyway, long story short, I'm not sure. I'm in a, another transition period with that, I guess, deciding how I'm going to do it. If I'm just going to jump in with some guys and kind of, you know, build up to it a little bit. But yeah. it is something I enjoy. And, you know, when you start thinking about right now, we can make jokes about, oh, I could golf today. I could. We're still in this little false sense of security of no snow, not really winter, but. Um, we have January, February, and part of March here, and December. There's plenty of, of real winter, season, so yeah. so it's like you might need to find something to do. There's plenty of season other than sitting there watching games, which I love to do. Yeah. But technically, I could be doing that on the ice. Yeah, that's right. I <laughs> so. cannot. I'm looking forward to a uh, Cardinal Boys basketball season opener tonight. So uh, that was kind of fun. Yeah. I had the girls last night; they were winners, and looking forward to the season. I know you'll you'll probably catch some games. Not like it was. No, you, you know you're not going every night. Uh, you know every Tuesday and Friday, but. Uh, probably still catch some games. Yeah, I and think. I, you know, last year was Brooksy's first year of not playing, so my first year of no high school basketball. And it was kind of a period of, okay, I don't have to go. But now after having a year off and having Piper be done and realizing this is it for Brooks too, I'm also finding myself, and having everybody out of the house, I'm kind of finding myself like, you got to like reinvent the new normal here. Like, what are you going to do? You're not going to just sit on your butt every night and watch games, which you can, and, and I enjoy that. But So I'm going to have to make an effort. I'm going to have to glom on to something. Uh, talked to Pete Hannig yesterday, um, and he is the new ninth-grade basketball co- boys coach at uh, New London Spicer. Oh, all right. So he had his first game last night, so got talking to him. So I was like, well, that gives me reason to go watch that, and I want to go watch boys and girls hockey for Wilmer because – uh, some of my golf buddies, Carruthers and Gorns, they both sure. they got find stuff they got do. boys playing, and Benny's got a girl playing. Gorno's got a girl playing. Yeah. So there's things like that that, like I said, I always appreciated when people came and watched my kids play and yeah. came to the gym. And our boys are going to be pretty decent this year too, I think, at McRae. And um, I'm a friend with uh, Lucas Post, but it's 
crazy how fast you get removed from it once you're gone. I said you almost felt a little bit like an outsider. Not that the, not that the people make you feel like no. that, but you go and you're like, okay, it's well, your perception. I yeah. had my spot, you know, yeah. like my spot where I used to sit. Now I'm sure somebody that's somebody else's spot yeah. now. Yeah. You know, they don't just keep it yeah. for you. So it's like, well, now I go sit in the corner, and you know, not that you want to act like you don't, yeah. you're not as big a fan, but it's just it's a totally different vibe when yeah. you haven't been there. So I want to get back into it and I want to you know go and watch what I want to figure out is who are the good teams and go and watch them like last night Dawson Boyd and RTR played RTR obviously he's defending state champ mm-hmm. Dawson's got a couple really good juniors and uh so they played last night which was in in RTR but that would be the kind of game as I go here and get it figured out that I'll go and seek out and maybe yeah. pick up a buddy and you know go and and watch those kind of games because I do just thoroughly enjoy there's nothing like being in the gym you can attest to that I yep. Like last night, there were so many things going on. Like I said, you had D two volleyball, which I love. You can I can watch that D one volleyball. The Gophers play tonight, um, and the Gophers basketball men were on. You had the foot, NFL football game on, which actually was a good game. Um, but trying to you're trying to flip through uh, all these different subscriptions that you have to have to watch some. And then the high school, if you go to that Minnesota Scores app, typically you can click on those. And if they have a YouTube channel or something, you can just watch that. I mean. I watched the end of the NLS game. That was an exciting finish they had. Yep. And uh, just to see Pete on the, make sure he was actually on the sidelines there. But was he sitting in the second row though? He was in the second row. Yeah, I'll so have to ask him about yeah, that. Yeah, right. That, yeah. But no, but <laughs> not he did, quite enough seating for everybody. Shout out to Pete, which he probably doesn't <laughs> listen, but he did get his first first coaching win last night. <laughs> Good for ninth for him. grade. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, I definitely want to be involved. I definitely want to go to some of those. I get excited for the holiday tournaments and. Um, things like that too. I think McRae's in the Wilmer one again. I don't know if you've seen the lineup for that. I yet. have. I just got that last night okay. for the first time. Do you see my briefcase over there? Yeah. Reach over there and grab that quick. We'll take a look at that uh, because it. Yeah, I don't know how widely publicized uh, this has been, mm-hmm. and I meant to talk about it uh, during the game last night, though, and then I don't have it right there. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, I always enjoy. They're going to run two four-team tournaments this year. Oh. So instead of a showcase event, which it has been, not tournament format, just you know, just the number of games with eight teams, they're going to run an afternoon tournament and an evening uh, four-team tournament. So yeah, that's going to be fun, oh. uh, and that'll be what the twenty-eighth and 29th that Thursday and Friday. Yeah, McRae's playing in the afternoon tournament. So okay. uh, I have the schedule here somewhere. I just can't quite come up with it right off the top. So anyway, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that's over that's there. Right. Something. I have we little have piles time. of we things. We have time. I know where my piles are, but yeah, plenty of time, and that'll be a fun tournament too. So uh, folks, tune into the game tonight. I'll have that information for you as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, hey, uh, you know, I heard uh, through a good source of, of my own that the Twins might be interested in trading for Tyler Glass now, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays uh, tall right-hander, probably because he's reaching the end of team control on his contract uh, and they don't want to pay him beyond he probably has maybe this year and next with arbitration years left, I suppose. Uh, so it looks like the kind of guy that Twins targeted in uh, Lopez uh, mm-hmm. when they brought him over. So, boy, if they could make a trade for Tyler Glass now, I'd take that. Depends on what they give up, but they're certainly not going to damage their lineup uh, in any way. They'll trade from strength, which is they have an abundance of infielders right. and and uh, see who Tampa likes in their minor league organization. So that would, that would be exciting if they could bring yeah. him in. Injury history, uh, but who doesn't that you mm-hmm. trade for in pitching these days? Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I'm not th- that familiar with him, so yeah. I can't talk a lot to him. You're not necessarily a rotisserie guy anymore, are you? No, that's what I said. I used to know every stat in the American League. It was yeah. crazy, the yeah. stuff I used to know. Oh, well, that's I used, what I do. And then I used to know every minor league guy, you know, that was yeah. going to be the next big thing and all of that. We it's, have a minor league draft in our oh, league. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's total degenerate world there. Yes, it but, is. It really is. And I'm it, the commissioner. And but it does keep you so. very connected. I mean, I do, it does. Miss, I do miss some of that. Like I said, I usually have to get that information from Brooksy now from yeah. – Who's this guy? Who's that guy? Because yeah. you know, you see these guys pop up, or you you watch a game, and you're like, "Wow, yeah. that guy's impressive." But yeah. um, obviously, pitching was our strength last year, and we've lost. Was it Gray some, and Maeda? Yeah, yeah, both Maeda. of those. Maeda signed too with uh, the Tigers. Oh, I was thinking that we yeah. actually got him. So. Nope, nope. He was a free agent. Went to the Tigers for two years. Okay, uh, two years and twenty four, and Sonny Gray got three years and seventy five. Uh, to pitch for St. Louis, okay. so uh, I'm I'm fine as long as they replace them. Yeah. You know, there are two guys in their middle thirties. Yeah, yeah I mean, Gray pitched well for the Twins, and at the same time, they only won eight games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that he had. Now that's not that's a team stat. I realize, but what it tells you is sure he had a low ERA, but as the number one on your team, you pitch against the other team's number one. It just lines up like that for much of the season because mm-hmm. you start out that way, and everybody tries to keep their guys on their rotation. They have the same off days similarly. Uh, so it, what it tells you is he's only able to beat the other team's ace eight times. So uh, I'd, I'd like to bring him back, but as long as they replace him, it's okay that he moves on. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that too. Yeah. I do. I hope I hope the uh, season that we had in the run that we make makes us spend a little money, but that's always been an issue for us. Yeah, yeah. And they're actually going to contract payroll. They put that out this oh. year because their TV contract is not as good. So Right. Yeah, with the regional sports okay. networks collapsing. Hey, hey uh, other than that – we going to talk about the bikes for we one minute? we got to talk about the bikes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So are you still with Josh Dobbs, or are you going somewhere else next Sunday? Well, I hate the fact that that was what I was worry- worried about. You know, yeah, we all were. Mem- remember, I said there's a reason he I was did on too. five, or five teams did. in the last 12 months. Yeah, yeah. And everybody was drinking the Kool-Aid, including the NFL. And, Not me. You know, and everything else. I was just like, yeah. Yeah. you know, I was just like, if they get a little film on him, you know, I mean, they had – they were all over him. Yep. Plus, I thought he was very unwilling to run the other night, and part of that was probably their game plan. But, yep, yep. But I just saw it on that last drive. I was very disappointed that we didn't get into field goal range, just considering how much time we had left and at home. Yep. It's just not that hard to move the ball down yeah. down the field for these guys in the NFL anymore. Not for the top quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. Well, even last night, you know, watching, the, I mean, uh, yes, I get Dak, but – Gino too. I mean, boom, he went right yeah. down the field too. With, yeah, you know, and yeah. but but again, he got a penalty and but on the la- last but night. on the last one he didn't. You know, he didn't. Right. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was a little disappointed in that, and I was disappointed that he didn't just resort to running a little bit. You know, because that's just hard to hard to cover that every play. And I just yeah. thought, just use your feet a little bit here to get. I thought us so on. too. I don't know. I, that was disappointing. So that was embarrassing. Are you staying with him against I Vegas? Not, I would not myself. Who are you going to? That's the hard one. Yeah. Uh, there's always a part of me, you know, I mean, I, it helped us last night Seattle lost, right? Aren't we in like the sixth spot or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that actually helped us. So, I mean, this isn't like we're just screwing around here no. with stuff. Playing for so a playoff spot. you could make, you know, a case if you feel good about practice. But I just, Mullins to me is not obviously a long-term solution. I wish we could have seen a little bit more of Jaron Hall. I mean, yeah. he would probably be the one that I wouldn't be excited about. Yeah, Mullins might be the right choice for you to get through a couple of games just yeah. because he's been in the system. And I don't know. What do you think? I 
I think, unfortunately, I think we're going to stick with Dobbs. Yeah. I just don't see if you had a better option. The problem know, is is that the rookie got knocked out in the first game. He's just not very big. And you could be putting in the same exact thing you're taking I, I out. Wouldn't, I wouldn't you know? go with Mullins. He's your backup. And one of the others is the starter, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm probably on the same page yeah, there. I know. Yeah, yeah. Lefty, we still got a great chance. They do. They're, they're, yeah. they're in the playoff picture. Lefty, yep. thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Yep. You too, Todd. All right, Jeff Fash joining us here on the Todd and Friends Podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends Podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.